Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction. I'm Jeremy Lambert, joined, as always, by the Feature Slayer, the Chubby Chief, the Ratings Topper, the Panty Dropper, last longer than everlasting Gobstopper, JJH, Joseph Holbert. Joseph, how are you? Well, I'm doomed to fail now, right? That was. <laughs> where do we go from here, Jeremy? Where Jeremy? We go right here, Joseph. Show. This is where we go. <laughs> What's up, Jeremy and Joe? How you doing? It's Gilbert, the WWS longest reigning late heavyweight champion. What's up, man? So I understand. I got contacted by a friend of yours that you have a little internet show there, and well, he asked me to do him a favor, so. Without further ado, I hope you can get this. And, uh, hey, Tank Bearclaw, you got it, brother. This one's for you. <laughs> this is Gilbert, and welcome to the Destruction. Ah, I said it wrong. Distraction is, I said destruction. It's distraction. You gotta get it right, man. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> this is Gilbert, and welcome to the Destruction. <laughs> How's that, brother? Is that good enough for you? Yeah. Let's do it one more time. Just, just you cut it and get the right one, okay? All right. <laughs> hey, this is Gilbert, and welcome to the distraction. <laughs> hey, brother, how was that? Was that good enough for you? Can you cut that out of there? Yeah. All right, well, Tank, you take it easy, and you guys say Tank the Tanks. Or say Tanks. 
the tank. That's it. Yeah. All right. Look, you guys have a ball, man. This is Gilbert and Tanks. Oh, man. Look at how see <laughs> Booty Pro Wrestling legend, Gilbert. It will never not be funny to me that he does it like you're you're actively talking with him as he records yeah. the camera. It will never not be funny to me that in the midst of a camera, which is supposed to be like a direct message, he's like, how is that? Is that good? Can I do <laughs> <laughs> that enough for you? He's glorious, man. He's so much better that he messes it up than if he did it correctly, right? So much better. Uh, we are here to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Joseph, we've been allowed to do this show for a whole year. Why? How? Oh, we've tried to get it cancelled so yeah, many okay. times. We've done so many attempts. So many I thought efforts. we were cancelled after last week. I thought I was fired. I, I thought it was over with. People liked that show. Incredible scenes. What a triumph for us. Though, was people actually liked the show that only, in our minds, it was like, this is such a niche, absurd idea for a wrestling podcast. How are we going to react to it? And it seems like everyone liked it. I mean, I don't know, but it, it seems that way, right? Yeah, it was it was well-received. Sean, Sean messaged me, he's like, I'm finally watching it. This is tremendous. I was like, so I'm not fired. This is good. Thank God. So, you know, it's, it's worth, would you say, Jeremy, if we were getting ahead of myself here, that's like your highlight of year one. That's our peak, would you say? I mean, I know technically year two, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be because, I mean, that was kind of like the original idea. Real right. quickly, let me get plugs and stuff out of the way. Fightful.com, go there, Fightful Select, subscribe, uh, leave a thumbs up on the video, uh, subscribe to youtube.com slash Fightful. After this show, we're going to be on Twitch Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash FIFO Gaming. We're going to do a post show. We'll talk wrestling and basketball and more stuff on that. For this show, we're honestly like, we're just going to reminisce about our first year, wonder how we haven't been canceled. We have cameos from the pals. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they have to say. I have no idea what any of them are. The Gilbert one was the only one I knew because we'd used it before from uh, our buddy Tank Bearclaw. Everything else that got sent in, I don't know what is said. So very scared. Um, send in a super chat. We'll, 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 of course, read those on the air. We will comment on all of those. We got one from Throwback right here. Happy anniversary, guys. Uh, you bloody awesome people have worked hard for everything. Keep breaking down. Keep breaking doors down and taking over the world. Thank you guys for being great. Congrats. Thank you, Throwback. We appreciate Thank all you. your support, man. We're taking over the world, Jeremy. This is yeah. news to me. Apparently. There you go. News to me. Also, yeah. credit to us as two bearded white guys for breaking down doors and barriers. <laughs> NXT UK, brother. We're just breaking down all those doors. Listen, man, that's, de- that's definitely the thing we're doing. Yeah, that's us, right? Yeah. Hannah, it's not a super chat, but I like Hannah enough to say, see, it was good. See, the last week's show, good. And she called me Woody Page. And I thought that was the yeah. best compliment she's ever given me. I mean, I'm glad that the comment was it was good because I do think anything beyond that is probably where we start getting excessive. So I appreciate that sort of grounded compliment. I agree. I agree. It was good. I thought so too. Tank says, here's the more destruction. Yeah. Breaking down doors. Calls on destruction. <laughs> is that good enough for you, bro? Is that good enough? <laughs> that was, that's my favorite part of that video. <laughs> like, is that good Let's do it again so you can cut it. He's talking to the camera, his own camera, like it's like a producer for a skit. Right? He's like, is that, how's that for you? Does that work? Have you... I, I, and I'm sure you haven't, but have you seen his other cameo videos? I have not, no. So last night, um, I was looking for the cameo because I, I didn't save it. And so I went on his cameo page to like find it. And so I was clicking through different ones and they're, they all open with the, 
often, all of them, every single one of them, open that way. He does that like eight times an hour. Yeah. He's score. He's truly. It's amazing. I mean, any time, like going to the length of getting this cameo is awesome in itself. Like, but the fact that it came out that well, dude, how perfect is that for our podcast? It couldn't be better, right? It's great. Uh, Super Sick Bud Ryan says, "Sincere congrats." On the year of excellence, one of the only good things of 2020, discovering you two, fan for life, no matter what direction you guys take. Hopefully we stay in the same direction, Bud Ryan, because I don't know what else we're going to do if we don't if we go in a different direction. But thank you. Uh, yes, awesome. yes, 2020 sucked for pretty much everybody, if not on a certainly on a global level. Uh, maybe I had good things that happened personally, but for the most part, 2020 just kind of sucked. Uh, so if we helped enjoy or helped improve things for anybody, awesome. We were talking off air, like this helped us so much. <laughs> like, right. Anytime we were having a bad day, we knew Thursdays. And then eventually at one point it was like every day, or at least like every other day, but eventually Tuesdays are just like, yeah, today sucks. But you know, I just get to, talk with my friend about wrestling basketball shitty movies for an hour hour and a half and it it makes everything feel better it really was a distraction for us more than anything it it really is yeah like it's the feeling is mutual right like i i can't tell you how much it's helped in in the absolute most consensus shittiest year ever to be able to like log on to social media and see people saying that i've made it they better that's the coolest thing right we we talk about this a lot jeremy and i I mean on air we are most certainly dickheads, but like genuine, genuinely, it does mean a lot. But it was it's just like we've helped their day. It's like that's crazy because we're really just popping ourselves. Yeah, so if you share our pop. That's a big win for us. So yeah, I agree. It's mutual. I mean, throwback says also thank you for helping others in the community. It's a, detri- a detriment. No, is that the right word there? Detriment to our characters? It's not, but I mean, in some ways, it is a detriment. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with him. This being a year, it uh, makes other podcasters and content creators like me hope to reach this goal again. Congrats. Yeah, it's always uh, funny. Yeah, Sean says throwback detriment is a bad thing. (laughs) It's not good. Um, It's always, I don't know, like awkward to me when people are like, hey, can you check this out? You know, what do you think of this? Can you help me? Or like, you helped me so much with this. Like, it's much appreciated, obviously. And if anybody needs help with anything, I, I think I speak for Joseph. Like we're more than willing to help out with stuff um, if, if you need something. But like, I always just feel awkward because I never see us as like a big deal. Or like you said, we're, like we're right. just doing our show to pop pop ourselves, and people enjoy it. It's it's great. It's one of the big things that I want to do, but it doesn't make it any weirder. Like I'm with you, bro. When people act- actively say you've helped, it's like. I don't know. I don't know how, but I, that's that's cool. It's saying I mean, we both want to make things better, right? So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Uh, JJ says, "Happy one year anniversary, you guys are the best." Every Tuesdays and Thursdays, I look forward to the most. Love you both. Thank you, JJ. Um, give me a second, JJ, and I will I will message you um, something. Brian Morey says, "Congrats on the one year mark." Thank you, Brian. Do you know? I, he's he's a Twitch subscriber recently, right? Oh Brian? yes, yes. There you go. Throwback says, sorry, voice testing, texting at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's fine, dude. I agree. It's a detriment sometimes. Yeah. Voice it's texting cool. is a detriment. We're a detriment. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I was like I was saying, um, like how it's helped us. I was telling Joseph off the air, but like when my ex and I split, like we did a show that afternoon, like literally two hours after we decided that 
we we were just going to not continue the relationship. And I was like, well, I have a show to do <laughs> still. And we had uh, Blake Murphy from The Athletic on. And it was like, if it was just us, I probably would have been like, hey, I, you know, I'm not like feeling it. Let's push it back. And I'm, I'm sure you would have understood, but we had Blake on. And so I was like, I don't really want to like cancel on him. So we'll do it. And we did it. And like, it was great. But I told Joseph off air afterwards. I was like, dude, I just zoned out on it. Cause I didn't say anything to you before the show. I told you after. And, but like that helped me forget about everything going on for a little while. And yeah, I zoned out during the show, but like, it really did just make me remember of like, all right, there's some shit going on in my life right now, but for the next hour and a half, two hours, like I'm just here to talk wrestling and basketball and try to entertain people. And like, that's happened a lot. Like, uh, I know Joseph's been dealing with personal stuff. I've been dealing with personal stuff. And like, but every time we do this show, it just helps, at least for me, like it helps me forget all of that shit for however long we're doing the show. Yeah. And, and that's why I love the, uh, I mean, you know, it's mostly comedic, but I love the the constant basketball style, you know, put the ball in their hands reference. There's been many <laughs> times where one of us has to just spot up in the corner, right? Like for whatever reason, one of us isn't on that day. This just, you know, stuff goes on. And it's always fun. The other one is always so willing to be like, okay, I've got it today, bro. You're cool. Like, it's, I, I've had Sars through it that many a time. So including a Wrestle Kingdom review a few weeks ago, I don't even remember being on. So like, there's that. Um, is, I, I, here's, you know, we, we're going through the sort of the heavier stuff. So I apologize, folks. We'll talk about some of the great memories. But these are important memories to us because they're one show means something to us, right? Yeah. I mean, in the summer, I missed a week of this show. I needed to have a break. Like, not because the show was wearing me down, because I wasn't sure where I was at in this scene, in this whole landscape. And I'm still often not. Like, genuinely, I consider at least once every two weeks just, like, getting out because of the stuff that surrounds. But the thing that always keeps coming back is this show. And it was when I took a week off that I really appreciated that, right? Like, I need this show, man, as an outlet. Like, whether no one's watching it or 500 people are watching it, I need to keep going back to this show because this is the escape. This is our distraction. So for ups and downs, it's been there for us. And there's this year, man, there was certainly some downs. So it's been it's been awesome. It's really been cool. Speaking of the Wrestle Kingdom review, and I will say kind things about this man after well, depending on what he says, Carlos has a cameo. Carlos Tor. Well, guys, one year, one year of the distraction, one year of the insanity, the crazy moments, good and bad. But man, you guys did it. I am so proud of you guys for going one full year of the distraction. It's been a hell of a ride. I'm so happy and so proud of you guys and hope there is many, many more years to come of the distraction. Jeremy, Joe, thanks for having me on recently to discuss Wrestle Kingdom or, or I, I'm sorry, I should say a major Japanese wrestling event. I think that's what we called it. So, again, thanks so much for everything. Hope you guys stay safe during this pandemic, and hopefully you guys get more and more years of the distraction. I don't know if we need more and more years, but, I mean, I'm planning to do this for at least another, like, 25. I don't know about you. Right. Yeah, no, I think we need – I think three decades is a sort of a fair just assessment. Um, Yeah. Carlos is awesome, right? One awesome guy. So, Carlos, like – he was doing news with me at the time and you know, doing this show takes away from me doing news. And I always feel bad about that because I was hired to, to write news. Like that's what, that's what I'm here for. Uh, but then we started the show and then we started doing more of this show. And I was like, man, like I'm going to miss like 
the news writing stuff. And Carlos would have to cover when we would do these shows. And like, I always appreciated that because if he wasn't around to like cover that stuff, I don't know if we could have been able to do as many shows as we were able to do. And now Robert DeFelice does the same thing of like, you know, I'm supposed to be doing news and I do news very well, but I enjoy this show more than doing news. I don't think that's any type of secret, Uh, but without them like kind of being, being around, like, I don't know if we'd be able to do this show as often as we do for as long as we do each week. Yeah. And I think, rooted in that is is one of the things i like about this show as far as what we what message we kind of get out there this show is between two people one of which does news for the best site in wrestling in my humble opinion and tr- trust me when i tell you i am not biased i truly don't give a shit okay i'm, I'm just being honest <laughs> that's my honest take so on the outside i don't read enough of it to tell you like why that's my thoughts okay and it's the other person is someone who tried to do some news wasn't able to do it and i like the dynamic i always try to stress to feel like that gig's really hard, guys. Like that's, that gig is really, really difficult. And any time I can get that across, I try to. And I think that is, this show gives a nice outlet for that because, like, you see it when Jeremy's having to cover these weeks where it's, like, it's just awful. And sometimes with wrestling especially, like, you ain't covering the coolest of things a lot of time, right? Like, there's been especially in the last year. So I, I like that element of our show that, like, if anyone that just scrolls through, I love that now when you have a great headline, everyone's like, oh, that's Jeremy's headline. I love that. That makes me happy. So there's that at least. We have JJ on the stream, our good friend, Jobber JJ. We don't call him Jobber anymore. You've lost the Jobber title in our mind. JJ, how are you? Hello. JJ on brand with technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) Finally a real star on the show. Yeah. (laughs) JJ, what's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. Just enjoy my evening. Well, the, the internet connection is very distraction. It makes yes. it makes me makes me proud to be a, a Brit. The Brit for <laughs> this show. I noticed that when he was backstage, I could see that it was like shaky, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. It fits. It fits our brand perfectly." <laughs> JJ, quick question: You're the, you're the best supporter of this show, okay? Uh, and that's not knocking anyone else. I think everyone would agree. You've even made your YouTube like profile pic our terrible program, <laughs> which is wild to me. If you could pull out one memory for you personally from this terrible show that you inexplicably support, what comes to mind as a as a funny bit that you can go back to and laugh at? Uh, just your free, just your f- screen freezes. I just have two shots. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, in, well. Thankfully, anyone that's watching this now will know, JJ. Your screen has froze infinitely more than mine ever will, and there's a bunch of caps I can get when I revisit this one day. So yeah, JJ, you're going to have to go back and rewatch this and screen cap yourself yeah. freezing all the time. I will. It will be revenge finally at last, but that's <laughs> fine. My face is very funny. I agree. No, but also just highlights is um, just watching the show every Tuesday and Thursday, hanging out with you and the Fightful family. That's cool, man. I, I mean, that, that's really cool for us. That's Because that's the way we look at it. We're hanging out with you guys. That's, that's super cool. JJ, I wanted to have you on to say thank you directly and personally because as, as joseph said i think you were the biggest supporter of this show and like we appreciate all the support from everybody but specifically you because you're you're posting the screenshots you're donating super chats uh we talk on the dms and like 
just thank you, man. Like again, and you you always say kind things about us, how much you appreciate us and how we are a distraction for you. And again, it's it's always awkward for for me when when I hear that kind of stuff. But again, thank you for for your support of that because it, it makes it, it does make us feel like like big stars when when you say that. I don't fully believe it, but like it does. So thank you, man. That's all right. Thank you for being big stars to me. Also, thank you for always tweeting the link and reminding me yes. I have a show to do. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd have missed. I'd have missed most of these shows. He was. He'll put like the UK time in there too. I'm like, oh, thanks, JJ. But I remember I'm doing a show now. So thank you for that too. JJ's That's getting okay. retweeted by the by the Fightful account and stuff now. Like JJ, he's really he really is like our PR guy at this point. Big That's star, a tough man. gig. That's a tough gig to be our PR guy. <laughs> JJ, anything else, buddy? Uh, no, nothing else. Just thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And you're always going to be here watching. Thank you, man. We Thanks, appreciate buddy. it, JJ. JJ also, to, to, to further what he's done for us, he sent us a cameo oh, by an AEW legend. Greetings and salutations. It's your man, CD, the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Um, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida right now. Here I am right on the waterfront. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to say congratulations to Jeremy and Joe for your one-year anniversary on the Distraction Podcast. Um, Your pal JJ tells me that every time he listens, you make him grin, you make him laugh, and you have made 2020 enjoyable, even though it's been a dumpster fire of a year. So thank you so much for making it enjoyable, making it tolerable, uh, being entertaining. Um, you guys are great. You guys are big stars. Uh, JJ loves you both. Um, he wanted me to make a heart symbol, but I'm holding my phone. So the best I can do is that. I hope that's good enough for you. Just uh, congratulations. Keep going. Uh, keep entertaining everybody. Keep everybody laughing and smiling and grinning. And uh, 2021 is going to be a much better year. So thanks very much for all your hard work, for all your entertainment. I'll see you later. Christopher Daniels confirmed we're big stars, Joseph. Jeremy. I now, okay, guys, for those of you that are like, only watch the Thursday show, whatever, that's fine. But like a few, was it last week? JJ was like, I'm friends with Christopher Daniels. And I was like, I want to know what this dynamic is with Christopher Daniels. <laughs> and now I understand the whole bit. It makes yes. sense to me. By the way, thank you to JJ, but also Christopher Daniels is awesome, right? Yes. That's actually one of the good guys right there. That was great. That was great fun. Wow, this is, this is a big star event. This is big time. <laughs> uh, Drew Nicholas, big super chat. My God, thank you, Drew. Uh, congratulations, two brothers. They've made Twitter and YouTube better places. You're both incredible. So happy to call you both friends because of who blah, blah, blah. because of who you both are. You've made genuine impact in our lives. Thank you and love you both. Thank you, Drew. We love you as well. Support Drew's stuff too. If you guys want to yes. on Twitter, is he at Big Money Drew? Is that that? I want to I say. I think so. Yeah. So anyway, if you if you go to like my, uh, I'll go to oh. I'll retweet his thing. Yeah, soon. yeah. You can find that. But retweet his stuff, makes videos, writes articles. Super cool dude, working hard, support those people, you know? Throwback says, uh, best part is the Saudi review with Sean. It'll live forever and it it's awesome. Bloody hell, just burnt myself. Please don't burn yourself. Throwback, <laughs> thank you again, guys. Bruins win tonight. I mean, the Saudi review with Sean was like, our coming out party, right? Like yeah, yeah. Our, our show had only been going for 
maybe like a month and Sean was like, Hey, do you want to do the Saudi review? Because, uh, you know, it'll help, uh, promote your show and stuff. And I mean, we did it and I don't think we could have imagined how it was going to turn out as we're just cackling because Goldberg won the title and Sean is going on a, a big rant about, uh, you know, the, the booking. He's trying to talk about the booking and how it's terrible. And we're just like, it's fine. It's set up doors. It's whatever. And we got called trolls. We were trolls, Joseph. It's so incredible that we happen to be on, like, there's like three or four nights a year as a serious wrestling analyst, you have to like really, you have to bring down the hammer, right? Yeah. It's like, this is enough. <laughs> this is indicative of so many problems. It's wrong. It's immoral. It's terrible. And then it just so happens we're on that show. And it was an adventure, my friend. It was great. It was, I agree with you. That's like our, if you're doing like a timeline, that's like the first big mark to make, right? When, <laughs> when yes. we went pro Goldberg on the Fireball <laughs> Post review of a terrible wrestling event. That was great. <laughs> uh the that review was was something else um and then the pandemic was like shortly after that and then we had the idea for daily distractions <laughs> we were legit gonna try to do this show every day and sean was like i don't know about every single day uh but we did do it like three times a week and yeah. we did the uh the tournament remember the tournament joseph yes i do i think <laughs> i still have like the the screenshots I sent to you to use, I think I still have them on my like desktop somewhere. And I just never, they're just there. You know, I remember it being so obvious Daniel Brown was going to win from like round one. And it's yeah. like, let's just keep doing this 140 person bracket. <laughs> it was just where it filled time. You know, like I, it was, the thing is we knew that everyone needed something each day. Cause that was like when everyone was still adjusting, right. It was yeah. brand new. Oh my God. Very early. And we needed stuff to do too. So it was like, I oh, would we'll do this. We also, I, I was probably most recently on Twitter. But it's like, but I remember talking to Jeremy and being like, man, like what, when Mania is done, I assume WWE will just like, you know, have a couple months off, be back when everything's back to normal. It's like, dude, <laughs> little did we know that in our first year of existence, we would only review like two, three months of normal wrestling and then the rest would be this. So there you go. It was a wild time, definitely. I mean, that was the other reasoning for the Daily Show is we thought just things would like stop. And so we're like, oh, well, the site's going to need content, right? So just let us do a show every day and it turns out like i felt busier than ever during that time with with new stuff just writing about oh wwe is going to keep going florida covid governors all this stuff and it was just like oh my god this is this is madness absolute madness uh but from the daily show like we got the movie review podcast out of that which is now music television not (laughs) basically a a second distraction show (laughs) basically yeah i mean It's fitting that you know, on this week, a week of celebration, we turned in perhaps our most appalling Tuesday show yet, <laughs> in which in which I just opted at fifteen minutes for like, eh, done with this. Let's just talk about you know fire or whatever. But that, I mean, it's fitting. It's on brand again, right? It's on brand. What are you going to do? I have a cameo from our buddy Phil, who's been on the show, who was just excited to talk basketball, and we'll talk basketball here shortly. Yo, Joe, Jeremy. Congratulations to a year of the distraction. Can't believe it's been around that long. Um, here's to another year of uh, Gilbert and uh, hardcore Japanese legend uh, Luther, well, whoever you guys have got coming to the show. Um, and here's to more success in the future. Phil, so clearly, like, why did I get asked to do this? <laughs> the best line in that was one I agree with. I just can't believe it's been around that long. Uh, <laughs> It's just inexplicable. I'm with you, Phil. I can't even, bro. It's, it's, 
he's crazy to me too. But yeah, feels great. Another person in support does great work. He's like he's like me if I was like good at like staying on track and being committed to stuff. Very, <laughs> he's very, very talented guy. Phil, Phil is great. One of the things that like I, I think I've spoken about this before, but like I never wanted to do audio or I never wanted to do video podcasts because I was like never comfortable on video. And, you know, we turned this into a video pod and now like I can't imagine this being just audio because we do so many different like visual bits. And, like it just doesn't work. And actually, uh, uh, Bud Ryan says the TK poses, Sasha taunt mimicking moves. When I stood up, boys are back on their feet, ready to pop. Like I can't imagine this being like an audio podcast now because it's just so many visual bits. Um, but as I've grown more comfortable of doing this and Sean has given me for some reason, more responsibilities of like, Hey, do the NXT AEW post shows and stuff. Like Phil was one of the first people that I wanted to do a post show with because I, we did it. We did the, uh, double or nothing show together, whatever, whatever the stadium stampede show that was me, Phil and Sean. And then when I started doing them solo, I was like, Phil, come, come do one of these shows with me. Cause he's, he's absolutely tremendous. It's it's interesting, like some of the the visual bits. I often wonder what it's like for our, the percentage of our audience that just listens. Like yeah. one of my a vivid memory for me in distraction in fear of putting myself over here is like when we was at like an hour and ten minutes on a show, and we legitimately I just wouldn't let the Undertaker bit go, and we did twenty minutes of this show was just built on the Undertaker's farewell and the arm the arm going up, and I always. <laughs> just listen to this show because we just kept cycling back it was incredible it was great yeah sean uh t- let's not <laughs> let's not reveal all the secrets here sean hey, five, brother. yeah 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 the, the undertaker bit that was a 30 second bit and somehow it went 30 minutes and yeah that that led to the the arm pose that i did that was to me, that was like a really fitting moment of like, why do people watch this show? Because it was all that happened was I ca- I went back to it once and you popped and I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to just keep doing this until it gets like Aaron Furley. And it would just wherever you would go, I would somehow get back to the Undertaker. It was it was tremendous on a show where you normally throw me off balance. I had that, that particular moment. I had the ball in my hands. It was great. Uh, Reyes, if I have a wrist tattoo, yeah, have people not noticed that I have a wrist tattoo? It's a it's been there the whole time. Yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> like I've had it for a few years. It's a it's a J, but like an infinite J. That's that's all it is. That's my for only me, tattoo it's for me, brother. Yeah, that's that's my uh, tattoo to Joseph. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bits, that it was a thirty second idea, and we somehow stretched it into more. Uh, Lord TLC, our good friend Hannah. Big congrats to Jeremy and Joe for one year of the distraction. This means that it has been an entire year of me trying to figure out what Jeremy is blackmailing Sean with um, to let him continue to do the show. Pretty sure it's just because everyone loves Joe so much. Joe, who is not as old as he led me to believe. I'm still upset. Um, you guys are great. The show is great. Congrats. I hope you have many more years. That's not true. I do not hope you have many more years to come. Congrats. <laughs> All right, yeah. off me with the that's not true. <laughs> I have to say, Jeremy, I'm really enjoying the sort of, 
the element of shame as these videos come in, right? The <laughs> element of sort of like, oh, God. they try hard, bless them. This sense yeah. coming in. <laughs> it's so, yeah. it's so awkward. Andrew, uh, let me, let me DM you, Andrew. <laughs> um, it's so Andrew, come on the show and say nice things about us. Uh, it's so <laughs> awkward, like emailing all of our friends who have been on the show and just being like, Hey, we've been allowed to do this show for a year. Can you say like nice things or bury us or just say whatever you want to say? Like it's super, super <laughs> awkward to do that with all of our friends. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange one. I mean, I just appreciate people doing it. Like, I would definitely find a way to be like, eh, no, phone, phone camera's just broke, no way. <laughs> so I appreciate it. I also enjoy just the, the vowed burials. Because really, we expect burials, right, Jeremy? That's what we're here to do, right? Here to get I'm shocked we have not gotten enough. Like, there haven't been enough burials, I in agree. my estimation. Like, where are they? We have more, we have more cameos, but I, I feel like a couple people are going to bury us, and I'm hoping that's true. I mean, I'm really excited to see what TK says because I spoke to him <laughs> last night and I, I made a point of putting Dynamite over to make sure that he would, like, you know, do the same for us. But we'll see. Uh, give me one second, Andrew. I'm DMing you right now. Yeah, I mean, TK, you're you're mad at TK, aren't you? No, no, we're back on track. There was oh, okay. an issue. Um, I reached out to him about why they picked four of the worst promos of the year for their top five promos. <laughs> and he was like, not me, brother. Bleach report. I was like, okay, cool. I, no worries, <laughs> TK. I'm back on. I called up Damore. I said... Sorry, I'm getting off the plane now. I'm heading back to Jacksonville. That was that was that. You know, <laughs> I thought you were going. I thought you were switching sides. The impact. I mean, they got no, a big show this weekend. I think Demore is an incredible defensive coach. He is, and I, I love playing for him. But you got to contend when you're at my age, right? I mean, as Hannah touched on it, I'm, I'm, I'm young, but let's be honest, I'm really, really old. So I need rings. That's what I need here, Jeremy. If we're being honest. I mean, we've hung a couple banners together. We have, but like. Impact isn't the place for banner. It's just for putting up empty stats, if we're being honest with ourselves, right? Hard to yeah. kill, though, brother. Imagine if <laughs> French would be called Hard to Kill. <laughs> just always in the lottery, Hard to Kill. <laughs> uh, JJ says, I've rewatched, got screenshots. Sorry for the issues. Don't apologize, buddy. Uh, had them all day. Christopher Daniels did the perfect cameo. I when You sent that like a couple of weeks ago. And I, I never watched it because I wanted to be surprised for like all of these cameos. So that was a great cameo by Christopher Daniels. I did not expect him to put us over that much. Now, if I ever interview him, I'll be like, hey, remember you did a cameo for us? And he'll be like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Like of all the wrestlers you could have chosen, because what's funny about that one is like, Daniels isn't a guy we even talk about a lot because like, what is it to say about that dude at this point, right? Yeah. But I will to this much. So Jeremy, as you know, tomorrow is my four year anniversary of joining Fightful, right? Yes. And I believe, I want to say it was 2018 when he won the title in ROH. I want to say when he got the, the final, you know, the big like, world title win. Mm. One of my favorite moments on Fightful was writing that arc when him seeing it. I think MVP actually shared it, you know, WWE style MVP oh. to him. And he, he commented the site on it. And that was one of my favorite moments. So even though JJ probably did not realize this, that was actually even neater for me. We all love the Christopher Daniels. He's great. That was tremendous. Daniel, Daniels has been great for so long that you're right. Like we don't talk about him that much because I mean, he is what he is at, at this point of his career yeah. in AEW, but he's been so consistent for so long that he'd never hear a bad word about the guy either. Like he's just, he's awesome. Yeah. Like the, the bit we just did about impact and AEW and stuff. I'm genuinely happy that he's now like a long-term fit backstage yeah. and on screen for a winning franchise. And what I mean by that is a relatively confident, competent wrestling promotion, right? <laughs> like, good for Chris, fan. He's stuck around in a lot of places, and I don't think he ever got the respect he deserves. So that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. 
We have a cameo from one-time distraction co-host. I don't even know if you've ever interacted with this person, Joseph. Hey guys, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. I'm very happy and proud of you that you continued this for a whole year. Congratulations. Um, I don't know why you guys have a show on Fightful and I don't. I mean, that's a little kind of ridiculous, but we all know some questionable decisions are being made at Fightful. So, uh, you know, but either way, I'm happy for you. I guess. Just kidding. I'm happy for you guys. Congratulations. May you be blessed with all of Taylor Swift's beautiful music, words, and lyrics. Anything else that I want to say? Nope, that's it. Bye, guys. Well, the never, week- never interacted, can't confirm. Yeah, I didn't think- the week you mentioned earlier, the week you took off was when Denise was on the show to do yeah. the Taylor Swift uh, stuff with me. Um, I mean, she's right. Why doesn't she have a show? And we have four. <laughs> I believe there is actual, I mean, I may be wrong about this, but then for a moment there, I had starred on all but two episodes of Distraction and they were the highest rated programs we've ever done. I believe <laughs> is what happened, but there you go. What are you going to do? Andrew. Oh, the go. Here he is. Yes. C- c- congratulations, man, on the four year. I had to stop through and make a quick cameo. Tell both of you guys, congratulations, man. Very proud of the both of you. Made it a four year. Uh, shout, shout out to my good, I'm, I'm going to get Joe first, man. Shout out to my good man, Joe. Uh, one of the best feature writers out there. Very talented individual. Joe, I'm proud of you, man. Uh, Fight, Fight TV need to stop playing with you and get you on those fight shows, <laughs> yes. man. Tell, tell them stop. Tell, tell them stop hating on you, bro. They hate it. And that's all that they, they they out here giving wrestlers codes to retweet them. Oh my, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not even gonna get into that. You know, we're gonna leave that alone. But Joe, congrats, congratulations on all your success, man. Very well deserved. Proud to see all the work that you've been putting in over the past year. Uh, on Fightful and got your own uh website. So big ups on that. Uh, my man Jeremy, one of the coolest dudes I've been able to meet through this wrestling media. I've, funny story that y'all don't know. Uh, when I was at uh Starcast in November, um, I I needed to um, what's the name? I needed to get some change because the vending machine wouldn't take certain dollar bills. I just though I swear it had to be like one in the morning or something. I had hit up Jeremy. I was like, bro, let me get some change. And then we and then I, I gave him the bill I had, and then he slapped me, and then I was able, yeah. So yeah, Jeremy, good dude, man. Worker, I know Jeremy for. His, Three years now, one of Something the coolest, like one of the coolest dudes I've been able to meet. Hardest working guys I know. Shout out to you, Jeremy. Much love to you, brother. Joe and Jeremy, congratulations to y'all on the distraction and uh, keep it going. Don't, don't, don't tank the ship, please don't. Don't tank the ship. <laughs> right, don't tank the ship. That, that, that's all I got to say. I ain't gonna bury y'all, but I will say that Joe won the uh, the first ever last distraction. So I'm gonna just leave that where it is, and I'm out. I can't, I can't boys. do. Peace. I can't do another spit take. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, he's, he's the gold standard right for this program he's oh, made yeah. the show so much better than it should be on his on his appearances so yeah this he's the best we Look, love every him. guest every guest we've ever had on andrew is my favorite i don't care what who else has been on the show andrew is the, the person who's welcome back uh more than anybody sorry everybody else but yeah andrew the the job he did last week hosting that thing was incredible and Dude, I'll say it all the time. Andrew's the best at what he does when it comes to the news writing, and he does interviews and everything else as well. He's he's fucking great. And also, we have we have experience of winning championships together, right? I mean, I came in, I knocked some, I knocked some shots down off the bench. You're Sean you Livingston. Were, you came yeah, in, was, Sean Livingston. I was so. I mean, I was Matt Barnes. We've discussed this before. <laughs> I, I didn't play the finals, but I watched. I got my ring. Um, 
they were great times, short times, but still a great time. That's when I got to know you guys, which really is the the root of this the show, right? Really, you know that and the TW series and such. Sean says she would have a show if y'all didn't do fucking four a week. We do two, and then one every other week, and then we do Twitch stuff. <laughs> Why do we do so much? Oh, I mean, yes, Andrew, Andrew, let's go. Yeah, uh, that has been the the shitty thing about like this pandemic is like I met Andrew in 2000, I guess 19 at, at Starcast, and like that was great, like hanging out with him all weekend and everything. And like, I was looking forward to going to so many shows this year. Like we're, we're going to do mania week. And of course all that stuff happened. Um, but yeah, that, that's been a shitty thing about this pandemic. So I was really looking forward to hanging out with guys like Andrew and now all the other people I've met and interacted with. Uh, and this pandemic stopped all that. Akash, I'm sorry. I did. I did not see your super chat. I will scroll back up and get oh, it. Oh, ignore him. Ignore oh. Akash Sharma. You have no time. With- oh, bullshit. This Congrats. I have the misfortune of knowing Joe in real life. And the time he spends doing this is the only time he isn't annoying me. So thanks, Jeremy. My favorite show was when you pretend Cena's album isn't a classic. <laughs> is your real life friend? Yes, it's filth. He's, uh, he's absolute filth. He lingers on these programs. He gets screenshots of me. He sends me messages mid-show knowing I'll look at them in the middle of it. It's filth. It's wrong. I'm not happy about him being platformed here, but yes, he's tremendous. Thank you, Akash. I appreciate it. At least you have friends who like listen to your show and stuff. No, none of my friends do. They don't even know I do this show. I mean, you don't need to go plural, but it's just one friend. Like that's okay. all that's <laughs> your your way is definitely better, trust me. I get enough shit from this. It's fine. It's fine. I don't, I don't have anyone that listens or supports this show. So uh, let's see. We had another cameo. What cameo are we going to go oh. with here? I'm trying trying oh, to pick. All right. Let's go. Uh, our good buddy, Alex Pulowski. Hi. It's me. Like James Harden being traded to the Nets. It's another malcontent fat guy showing up and ruining the proceedings. Um, happy 100th episode of The Distraction um, to you and you, whichever one, Jezza and the Chubby Chief, or is it Jezza and the... I'm not sure. From the- This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming... And his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The only guy who hates Raw more than you two suckers. Congratulations. And here's to several hundred more. Plowski and Plowski thinks we're at 100. We're at a year. I mean, we've got to be close, though, right? Surely we're close. So, I mean, if you count all of them, then yeah, it's probably at 100. Okay, if, if anyone in the world wants to count those, <laughs> I promise we'll reuse that show when we hit 100, that clip when we get 100. Yeah. Wow. Even Pawlowski was like, man, I ain't bringing out the big guns for this shit. Like, I, I've got like 90 minute shows to do. I've got to reserve my energy for this. But there you go. That's still, I appreciate it. He was one of the great guests. I love his like NBA exclusive cameo. I thought it was great. <laughs> I love the James Harden reference in his uh, cameo there. Yeah, Pulowski, we got to do like an actual wrestling show with him. I remember when he when he came on, uh, when we were talking before the show, and I was like, oh, yeah, Alex is going to join us at 4 o'clock to talk basketball. And that's when you were like, remember when the show was going to be like – 40 45 minutes five minutes a topic and now you're booking guests for <laughs> for the hour time slots yeah like we're a radio show yeah. like, tune in at four for alex he'll be coming on to talk nba like this the original message which we've shared on social before is like your exact words were 45 minutes get in get out and it's like yeah. God, it takes us like 20 minutes to get out of these shows the, the outro <laughs> has been some of the longest segments but there you go that's what we do, I guess. I don't know. In fairness, I said it in that message. I was very high that night. It was like 2 a.m. And I, I sent you that because I wanted to do this podcast. And yeah, that was my idea at the time. And then we actually did the show. And I was like, man, we have too much fun to like try to limit this to 45. Like, that's really what it is. It's not that we have uh, a bunch of topics to like get to and stuff, but it's really, we just have too much fun doing this. Be like, oh, 45 minutes, it's over. If, look, there's very few things I would say that we're like objectively good at, but filling time with nothing is definitely <laughs> one. Like if we're good at one thing, it's that, right? I mean, again, Tuesday, that was that was an old timer, but we we can just talk nonsense about not even wrestling, just sort of vaguely interesting topics and say nothing but inexplicably fill up a long time. So there you go, it's fun. Taxel says, "Congratulations, guys! Hope the distraction lasts a very long time." My favorite thing on YouTube. Thank you, Taxel. Lasting twenty five years. There's a lot of good stuff on YouTube, Taxel. You should look around. You know, there's some really, <laughs> really cool shit out there. We're the best. What are you talking about? We are the absolute best thing on YouTube. I mean, I. I appreciate the fault. I don't know if I believe it, but it's still it's still very cool. There you go. Uh, do you have any any memories, Joseph? Any anything that just stands out to you that pops you that we've done besides everything? You know, it's, it's funny. You asked this Joel Pearl message me and was like, "Do you remember any?" Like, I know what these messages yeah. are. <laughs> He's like, "You don't know stand up bits," and I was like, "Dude, like, I remember Baywatch." which we'll get to in a second. And I remember the take a bit I already spoke about here, but it's like, other than like Jeremy's like outwardly hilarious bits, like when you'd stand up and do something, <laughs> the actual stuff that comes within conversation, like I have no clue, guys. I have no clue when that was, what time that came, what we were talking about. I just remember laughing a lot. But Baywatch was like, I remember you was in tears almost on that. <laughs> yeah. Time, right? yeah. Like, that was incredible, man. That was only like a week after, I think anyway, for the longest time, we would do this show, and I couldn't see Jeremy. So I would yes. just be like, 
<laughs> I would be playing off of his audio. So if I said something that I deemed funny and he was muting his mic, I would have no clue that he also thought it was funny. <laughs> you would, I wouldn't. So I think Baywatch was, was quite soon after that. And I remember saying to him, like, I'm so thankful that I know, because you had to mute yourself just to not explode, like just burst out on the mic. So that was great. That was a great one. That was probably our best movie review, I would say, right? There, oh, for sure. Uh, there was, there was, it was like, like a month or two that like my, the, it was a weird when using OBS, like the camera wouldn't work. And I was like, well, as long as the other people, the audience can see me, it's fine. Like, you don't have to see me. It's okay. And it was legit like a month or two. You could not see me when we would do these shows. Like imagine trying that now of where you couldn't see all the, the stuff that I'm doing and you're trying to just react to it and play off of it. It wouldn't work at all. But yeah, there was, when we talked about uh, the technical issues we would have, it was rarely on air. Like on mm-hmm. air, we would get through and it would be smooth and it'd be fine. Like off air, we would spend like 20 minutes before shows, more than that like 30 minutes, 40 minutes before shows, like just trying to get like audio set, video set, cropping and everything. And it's so much easier now with StreamYard and even with like the Twitch stuff with XSplit, it's so much easier than than using OBS. There was the time where like my computer screen, you you have the screenshot, it was your avatar where yeah. it was like four of you because like my computer screen was so screwed up that like yeah. that's what I would see is everything was just like five, four or five of everything. One of my memories actually comes from from the technical issues that we became sort of known for talking about. Because as you said, on air, like, I'll freeze it once in a while, but it's never, like, crazy, really, by our standards. Or fair. Like, I will always remember They Live and us doing that review, and you'd be like, dude, it's fucked. I don't know what to do with it. And I... I don't know what actually is out of there because I've never, I don't watch this show, guys. I'm sorry. I can't watch it. It's it's too awkward for me. So I don't know how much of that review you've seen. But like there was a Nobody moment see any of it. The the, the video's right? gone. Yeah. Right. And like here's the scoop, guys, okay? We like pretended that we had done a bit that we had forgot to do because we knew you guys would never see it. <laughs> so we did this whole thing about like, oh Joe had the sunglasses on and it's like what actually happened is as soon as we finished recording, Jeremy said to me, Joe, you 100% should have wore the sunglasses. Yeah. The whole, like, you know, Craig versus just fan thing. It was, that was a great one too. Again, I don't know what, like, you know, what version of it people listened to, but it was very fun, very fun to do. All the film reviews, especially initially when we were fresh to it, they were great, right? That was a great time. Jay says, Baywatch, uh, my review is four and a quarter stars. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the film review started off really fun. And then as we've learned watching these movies just there ain't much to them and you can only get so much out of them i remember you started the first the first bit was zig or zag right like the first game i believe so yeah yeah we needed stuff right we just needed stuff to get through those shows you i i remember uh you messaged me and you were like i've got a game jeremy and I was just, I was so scared. I, I messaged uh, the now girlfriend. And I was like, Joseph has a game. I'm very worried about what's going on here. And she's like, huh? I was like, I, I'm deathly afraid of doing this show right now. And then it turned out great. And I was trying to strap bombs to kids. We, we don't like kids on this show. I've learned that too, is that we're just, we just hate kids on this show. And that was like an angle that we started and then got paid off when we had someone on the show that had like five screaming kids around him. And that was like, <laughs> our, that was like our payoff. <laughs> that was our equivalent of Darby rolling up cage, right? Like that was our, our payoff. But no, I mean, 
I, I, the game has became a bit in itself because every week it would be the same game just with different names, right? Like it would just be the exact same thing. Just I just can't be title this week. Like it was, I mean, it was outrageous. I remember the Bobby Roode one being like an all time stretch. Like he wasn't even in the film, and I had to just do Bobby Roode. <laughs> but the Bobby yeah. Roode one came with. Um... That was when we discovered how good of friends Rock and Ziggler were, right? Oh, that now that was a strong bit too. Yeah, that was that was actually very funny. Yeah, and we're like live on air, I was like freezing in excitement because <laughs> Dolphin Rock were friends on Twitter. That was great. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go to a cameo. Here, here we go. A year. One year. I'm going to be honest. I really didn't think that you two bozos would make it a minute, much less a year. But, you know, that's the internet these days. In all seriousness, though, I love you two like no other. And I can't tell you enough how appreciative I am that you guys allow me to go on this journey with you a few times a year. And it's been nothing but an enjoyable experience to watch you two take... This idea that you guys had, which I thought I did legitimately think was great from the start, and you've turned it into something special. And I can't wait to see where it goes from here. I I do. I love you two like brothers. And I hope to make more appearances with you in the future, very near future, now that my schedule is coming down a little bit. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep watching, and I'm going to keep cheering you guys on, and best of luck in the near future. Jeez. That was that was pretty that was pretty emotive, Jeremy. That was that kind of got me a little bit, you know. I really? appreciate the message from everyone, but like Jeremy will tell you, like when Jack comes on this show, bro, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I had never spoken to that man before until he came on the show, and we legitimately sat there and spoke about wrestling, but to us, so a couple a couple stories off of this. One, when Jack says he was in immediately, he was. When I tweeted, like. Joseph and I are going to do a podcast. Jack was one of the first people to reply. He's like, I'm in. I'm listening. Like, I love you guys. I'm listening. I didn't know what your relationship was with him. I'd worked with Jack at a fan sided and we'd have always gotten along well. Uh, I'd never spoken to him like on the phone, like audio, but we've always uh, DM'd and stuff like that. The first time he came on was like, we did that double feature show because i was gonna take uh that week the following week off i was going on vacation or something and so andrew was on for 45 minutes and jack was on for 45 minutes and we did the andrew show oh no how do we do this we did a show before this i think we did like a movie show yeah first no, I, think yeah, we yeah. Did, I think we did our like normal thursday and then right. got the next in, I think is what we did. Yes, you're right. You're right. So we did our normal Thursday show and then we did the show with Jack. And then a little while later, we did the show with Andrew and I cropped them together. So we did the Thursday show and I'm sitting here having to like upload, you know, do all the tags and right. stuff, do all that stuff. Joseph and uh, Joseph and Jack are talking just like about everything wrestling for a good 40 minutes while I'm just sitting here like trying to get the show up in time and making sure it's scheduled because that's when we taped it. And we uploaded it at, at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm here trying to do all this stuff, working on different computers. And you guys were just bantering for a good like 40 minutes before we actually started taping that portion of the show. I didn't know you guys had never talked before that. Literally like one or two like DM conversations. That's just like, just, you know, people that you interact with, like quickly talk to them in DMs. Like it, it was such an incredible thing. And it, we need to get him on more and he's going to be on more. You know, that was the plan, yes. right? But 
just such a great dynamic. One of those people that like is just great at talking pro wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, much more beyond that, he's far better than just that comment. But what we do here is, like, man, you can take him anywhere in conversation about wrestling. Like, you're going to have fun with it. And he was fabulous on the draft show, which I we should have mentioned is one of my all-time favorite things because we got heat over that where I pitched it to you at, like, four in the morning my time, wherever it was. And, like, it was a whole thing. But I knew the show would be great. And I think you did too. Um, and, like, Jack was was great on that. Jack's the best. So Jack's cameo was going to lead me to talk to the draft show. Joseph does message me at like 4 a.m. And he's just like, Jezza, here's the idea. Like, let's have our pals on. Let's do a draft show. Can we do that? And this is when like I was still using like OBS and stuff and like the, the technical headache of that stuff. And I was like, yeah, like we'll, we'll figure it out. And then I like tweeted something. I was like, I love when Joseph just messaged me at 4 a.m. Like, here's my idea. And I just figured out and it works. And you thought like this was a shoot. And I was like mad at you over this. Like what's going on? And like, I thought I felt very bad that you, it happened. It played out that way. Cause I was not trying to upset you at all with that. I was just, you know, being stupid on Twitter as I am. And then that became a thing between us for like 12 hours. And I slept and you slept and it was fine. But I do legitimately love like a lot of your ideas like remember the uh uh the nba trade deadline show you're like can we just do this live is this a thing i was like yeah sure i'll figure it out like i legitimately love when you message me at 4 a.m and like here's my idea and we end up figuring out it's always great right i mean that was on me like i you know i i was it was like early and i saw the tweet and i was off but that is kind of the dynamic like i mean you're you're very much an ideas person too but like I am so limited to that lane. Like Jeremy will tell you, like sometimes I'll text him, be like, "This is a new article I'm going to do. It'll be up that night. Like I'll just do it. I'll just do it." Like that's the way my brain works. But I can't really. I'm not skilled enough to to control such things with this show. So when I pitch these things, sometimes I forget Jeremy has to actually do the work with it. (laughs) However, I think we both, you know, we quickly figured out it was like a nothing thing. But the actual show itself was great, right? Like what what a tremendous experience that was. The draft show, a few things on that. I got heat over with the bosses because I was tweeting like, this is the death of the show. This is over. Like, I'm going to die. Like, it's just done. And Sean's like, don't promote the show this way. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> he's like, I, Jimmy's concerned. Like, what are you doing? I was like, all right, I get it. I was, I was legitimately deathly afraid of this show because not like I know you well. I know Jack well. I only know O'Neill from his Twitter personality, big Twitter personality. Didn't know what to expect when he came on the show, and we got Joseph and Jeremy. What is up, my friends? Uh, actually, hold on one second here. Ugh. There we go. Yeah, uh, Joseph and Jeremy. One year of the distraction. Congratulations to you both. Uh, you know, listening to you two, one of the highlights of my week every week, and I hope you guys keep this up forever. To be honest with you. Um, Hopefully you bring uh, bring me back into the fold as much as possible. I think that's uh, something that people really like. But uh, yeah, no, for real though. Uh, congratulations. Keep up the good work. I uh, I look forward to what's next for both of you. O'Neill's just booking himself on the cameo here. Poor guy, O'Neill. In all seriousness, 2020 was a big year of like, I feel like I left that year better than I ended it. 
Bro, I ain't, I'm nowhere close to as good as O'Neill has done in that regard. He's way, he's in a way better place now. He's figured out the shit that really matters. I mean, relatively speaking, like we're on Twitter, that's still lame, right? But he's doing better. He understands stuff very, has a better perspective on things. I do too. That's not me saying he was like wrong before. I'm just saying he will tell you himself. Like he has kind of figured out stuff and he sees things from a wider view. Like he's a great dude as much as when he's on this show. Inevitably, I'll be dunking because that's just what he is, right? But he's a great dude. I love, I love Big Bob and his hat. See, I only knew him from Twitter, and he's like a big personality on Twitter. And so I thought, oh god, these these three and myself on this draft show, it's going to get out of control. And he came in like super serious and was not trying to play like bits and bits. Yeah, he wasn't trying to do any of that. He was like, all right, this is a real thing. We're we're drafting. We're making trades, and like the. When I felt that, and I felt that pretty quickly, I was like, all right, this is fine. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I love the contrast. Jack came on, and he was on like 15 minutes before Rob came into the stream thing. And Jack was like, can you uh, like show me who's on the roster? Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And O'Neill came in after just filming another draft with, with, on his own pod, I think it was, uh, which check out on his Twitter and all that stuff. But like, he came on like, here we go, like shuffling his papers. Like, here we go, time for a victory here on <laughs> Jack, Jack's like, show me the roster list. I need to figure out who's next to the UK. Like, it was great. It was, I mean, we said this last, I mean, on Tuesday, but it's like, that needs to be an annual show. Like, it just, yeah, it has to be. It's, it's with those four guys, maybe, you know, in time we'll add, but like, that's a core four, right? In bullet yes. club terms, that's that's the best stuff. That's great. Yeah, the, the draft show is certainly an annual thing. And then the the last take show that we did last week, I, I feel like is going to be an annual thing. People don't know like how nervous we were before that show last week, like just full of nerves. Like even Andrew was nervous. He's like, why am I so nervous about doing this? And I was like, cause like it's a bit show instead of, you know, just us like bantering and doing right. nonsense. And so that's why it felt uh, more nerve wracking than before. But that show last week, I- I'm, I'm most proud of that show last week because it was a full bit show that we kept up the entire like the entire time like we broke each other multiple times but we kept it up the the entire time and it was tremendous there's been two times doing the show that i've had any nerves whatsoever okay one was last week because i didn't know how it was going to come across the other is when we interviewed michael thompson and this is an (laughs) all-time distraction which i've only just remembered when you said the word nervous so i'm pretty chill about this because like like, while I get that it's cool, it's not like Michael Thompson I've watched my whole life and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm a huge mark for him, right? Like, he's just a name to me. So I'm like, I'm getting ready to do this show and Jeremy's like, Joe, like, I watch some stuff, pretty strong accent, like, be wary. Right? <laughs> like, he, he comes on the show and my sound, for whatever reason, like, when he entered the call, got all jarred. So he legitimately sounded like a cyborg to me. And I shit my, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, I, I have no clue what he's saying. And then when it was his actual and I was like, oh, it's fine. But my audio or my sound messed up for that moment. And I also with him, it's like, you didn't know how it was going to play. What a great moment that was for this show, by the way, right? Like he came on and was just like, it's just talk wrestling. Let's talk about it. It was brilliant. I love that. The Michael Thompson show. So it, it happened after he tweeted about Eddie Kingston and like wrestling Twitter got a hold of it and everything. And I, I was just taking shots on Twitter. I was like, hey, we do a basketball and wrestling podcast. Do you want to come on? And Joseph will tell you my state of mind when I'm, t- when I'm sending these tweets and stuff. And he's like, yeah, sure. Email me. And I messaged Joseph. I'm like, is this real? Like, 
is this like happening? Like, did he say this? Is this really going on? And you're like, I don't know. I think so. It seems like it's happening. And then we got in contact. We emailed. He came on the show. He had some outrageous takes. Uh (laughs) They ruled though. He delivered them with such vigor that you couldn't care. It was just great. My favorite moment was when he was trying to remember the Triple H faction. He was like, like, the NWO? The Four Horsemen? Him like him saying Triple H was was better than, than Bret Hart and I had to call him out. Uh the the now girlfriend messaged me and was like, This is outrageous. No, no yeah. way that this is happening. It was incredible. It was great. I mean he was he was tremendous and like that whole just weird week where like he tweets about wrestling a lot, but for inexplicably he went so far with the takes for that week that he was on the timeline all the time. Like, yeah. I mean now he's on my timeline anyway, because I follow him <laughs> because he's he's a great star of this show but that was definitely a highlight that was one of those moments of like what are we actually doing here this is insane. yes yeah everybody's interviewing all these people and we're like i don't know we got nba champion michael thompson on the show like i I think that's one of the like like weird little triumphs within this show is that like i've never interviewed anyone um jeremy is a pro he's more experienced in it but like doing two-man interviews like in this format isn't like easy and i would say now we've done it a handful of times and we're pretty confident with that right like from the first time i think it went pretty well so there you go that was that was fun i i, I think ricky was our first two-person right. interview yeah and like i don't like doing interviews i don't think i'm good at interviews and so i don't like doing them um but when we did the interview with ricky it, it was so comfortable with just all three of us going in uh and asking questions and stuff and i thought you were tremendous and like the how you handled it and stuff i was like i don't know if i like want to do an interview <laughs> Unless it's without Joseph. Like, I just, I, I always want to do these interviews with him. That's wild to me, but I appreciate it. I mean, it's, it was it was different for me, but, like, it was easy with Ricky because, as you said, it was super relaxed, like, the way he came on. But it's also, yeah. like, I was actually genuinely interested in his answer. I'm a fan of his work. I mean, now he's, you know, the biggest star in wrestling. So that was really, in, in many ways, in the history books, Jeremy, it was a big deal then. But, like, when he's main event in Double or Nothing in front of 400,000 people, I mean... <laughs> We'll look back at fondly, right? It was great times. But yeah, we we'll look back it. when we talked to him about wrestling a broomstick in his garage. At the there start you go. Of, yeah. It was a different time, bro. It was a different time. It really was. Um, we got a couple more cameos. Let's go. We have literally two more cameos. Oh. The boss. The boss sent in a cameo. I assume he just fires us. The distraction, one-year-old, Jeremy Joe, I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, You've seen such great growth, especially over the last few months, uh, which is not easy to do in such a crowded space in wrestling. But you guys have something fresh. You have something unique. And most importantly, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to edit your audio. I don't have to set an itinerary. I should probably supervise you guys. For some reason, but I ain't doing that. So uh, more power to you. Here's to many, many more. Happy birthday to the distraction. Sean is very kind. I was expecting him to go full burial there. It was it was really sincere and nice, but you saw the real attraction of this show, which is that Sean could just leave us dumb Leave <laughs> them to shit to themselves. They'll be fine. They'll make they may get in some trouble, but not enough people watch to care. They'll be fine. Their audience knows what's going on over there, which is I mean, that's what we are really. That's beautiful. I'm I'm for that. The one time he wanted to make sure I wasn't going to do anything was the the ass cheeks bit. He said, you're not actually going to show your ass cheeks, are you? And I was like, no, 
I'm not. Don't worry. Um, so there was that. I, I, I've said this before. Like, I thought I was fired after last week. Like, anytime we do something outrageous, I'm just thinking, like, we're in trouble. I, I'm so in yeah. trouble. Like, this this isn't going to happen. But he told me last week, he's like, I don't care. Like, it's y'all's show. You you know the line well. Like, I, I don't care. Just, you know, you've been doing this for a year and nothing's been too out of control to where I've had to rein it in. So I trust what you're doing. So it's been good. It was funny last week to pull back the curtain a little bit. It's like we kind of had an idea of how the show was going to conclude. Well, I, I didn't. Jeremy did. Right. And like that was how we were going to direct things. And so the show is obvious. I don't know when it ended for you guys, but Jeremy, when he intended to end the stream, it didn't end. So Andrew, who was led by the direction of like, yeah, Jeremy's going to close this show out, was like, uh, I guess we'll just finish this show. You got any final comments? <laughs> and in the meantime, you just see Jeremy like scrambling, like, I'm still mad about this result. God damn it. <laughs> it was great. And that is what I think. It really captured the insanity of that show, right? The way it ended. I don't know how it came out, but that's so, the way we're doing it. I, I rewatched the ending bit on YouTube because I wanted to gift the spit take. Um, mm-hmm. It did end on YouTube on time. Like I threw the the jacket and I was like, the oh, show's okay. over. And Andrew was like so unprofessional. And that's when it ended right then. So like the after banter, because I noticed it wouldn't end. I think it was a hold up on like the uh the Twitter stream, like the Periscope stream. Oh, yeah. So if you're watching on Periscope, you got like the the after bit. But if you were watching on YouTube, uh it was just you you got it it ended when it needed to correctly end. Uh that ending bit was what it was supposed to be. The spit take was I was just happened to be drinking my Dr. Pepper when Andrew was about to announce it. And so I held off because I was just thinking a spit take would be really good right here. Cause I knew he was going to crown you the winner behind the scenes. I knew Joseph was going to win. <laughs> uh, I didn't win anything. It was all, you know, yeah. Was yeah. Awesome, We're tributing the business, right? That's the way. Right. So I knew that was going to happen and I was taking a drink and I didn't know that was when he's going to do it. I was like, Oh man, a spit take right here would be tremendous. I was so hesitant on it. And my walls still have like Dr. Pepper on them over there. Cause I did a poor job cleaning them. Um, but yeah, I was like, uh, it'll be, it'll be funny. And so I just, that was called on the fly. Joseph just called that spot right on the fly. You know, what I didn't know. And I've just realized is you'll hear our friend, friend of the show, TK will often say, the fight TV version of Dynamite is the one that as a tape trader, he would be going for because he has the ads in. And I've just learned here that if you're a tape trader for the distraction, you're looking for that Periscope feed, brother. That's, yeah. the, one with the, that's the one with the five second gems on the end of it. So there you go. There's a little, little fact to play, but that's fun. I love it. Uh, Drew Nicholas says the Rock Ziggler rundown episode was hilarious. Also because you were reviewing Raw, which you definitely had watched. I remember you accurately reviewed most of it because Raw is atrocious. Oh, because that's what guided us towards the arse cheek stuff with Bob, right? That was the whole yes. deal. Yes. I don't know if I've said on on this program, but like I had nothing planned for that bit. Like absolutely nothing planned. I was just going to, I was going to just bend over and be like. Here's my hash cheeks. And Tank Bearclaw messages me uh, like two hours before the show. And he's like, you should have the Booty Pro logo, uh, Booty Pro Wrestling logo uh, taped to your butt. And I was like, oh, my God, you've completely saved this bit because otherwise it's just yeah. me bending over and it's nothing. Even that bit got messed up because the camera position wasn't well, so I had to do it twice. But like, if Tank doesn't message me that, all you're seeing is just my butt. <laughs> I think I said it on that show, but I was like, this just feels like it's going to be like the most like blunt, 
N- there's no depth to this bit at all. It's just literally. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was going to be if he doesn't message me. Like, there you go. Tang's a, he's a huge win for this show, right? Makes the show better just by like, yeah. his interactions with us. He's tremendous. Yeah, Tank Tank is awesome. Um, let's see. We're at an hour seven. We'll do one more cameo, Joseph, and then we'll, okay. we'll wrap up uh, us just filleting ourselves here. This is the original Death Dealer Luther wishing the distraction a happy anniversary. Ten years. Ten years of hitting the broadcasting, podcasting road. You know, you guys deserve everything that you get, uh, all the accolades. You know, you get to, you, at ten years, you get to, to, to write it in, to phone it in, to, to be a little tired, a little, what? It's not ten, it's one year, one year, and that's that's the that's the best the best effort that they have after one year. But in all seriousness, distraction. I love the show. Happy anniversary, one year. Um, I've been a listener since day one. Uh, I love love it. As I said in your podcast, and I mean Jeremy and Joe, you guys are like the Lennon and McCartney, a fightful. So keep it up, and here is to an actual 10 years, because I'll still be here, and I know so will you. So happy anniversary, guys, and I'll be listening for the whole year, too. Pray for blood. Lennon and McCarthy, Joseph. That's one for the Twitter bio, my friend. (laughs) Death dealing, look at that compliment dealing right there, Lou, bro. When he was going the the route of like phoning in, I was like, I'm really hoping this is the bit I hope like, I'm expecting yeah. really, like because it's perfect for his. He's so right too, right? Like the bit is actually accurate. How is this our effort levels after just a year at this show, Jeremy? I don't know. I mean, we've literally just spent an hour and ten minutes just putting ourselves over and letting other people do it. This is terrible. This is a catastrophe. But if there's one thing this show will have as a lasting legacy. It is the correlation between our run and Luther's run. And I'm happy with that, man. Like I said it then, I'll say it again. Him coming on this show, I waited because I hoped he would be made an appearance. That's the real highlight of this show to me, man. That was an awesome moment. Like, we just did a distraction episode with Luther. It was really fun. That was great. Being able to do that episode, I've said this many times. I don't, I don't know how much I've said on air, but, like, we, I tried to get this set up literally after he met Sean and did – the haircut because Sean messaged uh, when he got his haircut at AEW. Uh, he messaged, he's like, Oh, I talked to Luther like he, about your show. And I was like afraid because like our second show was the thumbnail that I'm using now, like his debut. And we talked about that and like it, we thought it was hilarious and great and everything. And Sean's like, I met Luther. We talked about your show. I was like, Oh shit, does he want to kill us? He's like, No, he thought it was hilarious. Like he thought it was great. He's like, Oh, that's awesome. And then we started DMing and everything. And, you know, I, we wanted to get on the show as quick as possible because we found out he was a fan of it. And we were very early into our, our run. We had to go through AEW and stuff. Things just pandemic happened, whatever. It was a big ordeal. And then finally, like two months ago, we were, we were able to make it work. And it was like, that's that's probably my favorite show we've done because right. like it literally, it, like it's not even in an, an interview. It's just... It's our show with Luther, and it was just so much fun. Yeah, and, you know, on a show where we compliment ourselves a lot, it's worth saying, like, it's worth admiring his character in in a sincere fashion because 
like everyone's defensive about the way they're perceived, right? Like we are any, I mean, a pro wrestler has to be, that's their whole living is how they're perceived. This is all performance art. And like, there's no shame in saying like we used him for a bit on this show and yeah. it wasn't mean spirited. I, I think I, I, we can defend ourselves in that sense, but it was a bit, we, we, we used him for comedy and like, he could have easily been like, Oh, look at these just absolute marks. <laughs> Ignore. But he found humor in that. And not only did he like, you know, reach out and say as such, and he talked to Sean, it's like, he then stuck with us, keeps interacting with us when really we help his brand. Not one bit. I mean, he suggested otherwise, Lufa, trust me, we do not help you at all. bro. <laughs> we do not. Okay. But like, it really is admirable like, how he handled the whole thing. And it is, it makes me happy for him when I see him, like, you know, it, when he's on dark, but when he's on dynamite next week, by the way, check it out next week, he's on dynamite again. So like, he's the man, he's the coolest guy. He's great. He's so nice. Like so friendly, like the original death dealer stuff. Like you, you wouldn't know that from his actual persona where he's just, he's like messaging Merry Christmas, happy new year. How you guys doing? Like, he's just the friendliest fucking guy. Uh, and it's been great that, yes, it's great that, like, he didn't take it the way that he could have easily taken it and just yeah. been like, oh, these two dorks, you know, like, what do they know yeah. and stuff? But he was like, yeah, you know what? They're, they're having fun with it. It is fun. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Luther, Luther's the best. Are you wearing your Luther shirt? Did I see that? Oh, I am. Yes, hang on. So can make, let me, like, can I give me? There we go. There, there you go. Um, I thought that was fitting. I don't know you, like, you know, wear wrestling shirts on here, but this he's our show in many ways, right? Yes. Um. I think the most, the moment I would always point to him as what most captures his character is when we try to get a bit out of him and Moxley. Yeah. We were like revving him up, like, come on, man, like, he's ducking you, right? Like, just give it a break. And Luth was just like, well, I'm not saying nothing mean about John Moxley. He's the best. <laughs> he was like, I'm not, I have nothing to say about John Moxley. He's greatest. And I was like, this guy is too nice. He's too nice. <laughs> you know, like, he could have just done a bit and no one would have thought he of it. But he was like, no, I refuse to say something bad about the John Moxley. He's the man. I agree with that, Luke, but I also don't want to say anything bad about John Moxley. <laughs> that was great. It's just a moment that speaks to him. I think it was tremendous. Hannah wants to know which one uh, of us is Lennon. I guess we'll find out when one of us meets our fate. Depends <laughs> 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 how things pan out. You know, if in, if, in, if in 60 years I'm doing stuff with wrestling media's Kanye equivalent, I guess that makes me with Kanye. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. Time will tell, I guess, right? That's for the audience to decide right now, Jeremy, if we're being honest. <laughs> Uh, anything else, Joseph? Any other? I think we've done more than enough celebrating ourselves. This has been glorious. Not even any burials, really. Just, try, just no. I mean, I expected way more burials. I even when I messaged people, I was like, "You can say whatever. You can bury us. Like it'll be fun. Do whatever you want to do." And everyone was very kind and very nice. Very surprising. At some point, we're gonna have to reach the conclusion that like people actually like us. I don't know why, but they yeah. actually do. Like we we are continually surprised by this, but it's a real thing, I believe. I think people actually surprised. like us. Super <laughs> surprised that people actually like yeah. us. It still don't get it, but apparently they do. So that's very no. nice. very um, cool. Um, guys, seriously, I, I've said it many times throughout the year, but like, I don't know where I would be uh, in the the fightful community, the wrestling community, life without this show. Because just like news writing. Like I, I enjoy it. I can have fun with it and everything. But like, if you're just writing news all day, it gets very tedious and boring. And there's a lot of times like not too much creativity. And it fightful allows that more than any place else. But you know, you're still writing who won this match and stuff. Right. Without this show, I don't know where I would be. Like, 
being able to do this show first once a week and now 18 times a week with Joseph. Uh, it's been, it's been great. And I've said it like, if we didn't do this show, I'd probably just talk to Joseph just on Skype and we just bullshit about wrestling just to pass the time and wind down and stuff, because that's something we both enjoy doing. And we we're friends and we have uh, good chemistry together and stuff. Um, but thank you to everybody who has said something nice about us to us who has left a super chat who has left a thumbs up who has dm'd who has sent something on who has retweeted like anything you've ever done to like support this show like like thank you because it's it's honestly overwhelming it's still awkward it's surprising to me um but yeah thank you it's weird one thing we didn't touch on is you know we spoke about the technical issues and stuff but it's like we often joke about the best shows are the ones that take place after we've finished recording, right? Like yeah. that was especially before we was live. And I'm hoping that, you know, in year two with Twitch and stuff, we'll be able to like bring you guys into that. Cause it's not like we're talking about stuff that's like, you know, outlaw. It's just, it's more casual. Um, but I vividly remember Jeremy, like a couple months into this show, we recorded an episode and then legitimately sat there for like three hours and just talked about like just wrestling and more than wrestling, but like that was really a, a moment where I was like, Oh, this show is easy to do. Like we can, it isn't like we end the call and we're like, okay, this, you know, like we, we, we just talk shop. So yeah, that's, that's something that stands out. I know, like you said about the show, you don't know where you'd be in wrestling media. And it's like, bro, I know I wouldn't be in wrestling media without this show. Like, I, I was pretty much done. This show like brings me back and it gives a whole new audience and insight into the stuff I've been doing for years. So in many ways, this is my presence in wrestling media, right? Like, so for that, it's forever saying I appreciate and hold tight. The fact that other people like it, that just makes it 10 times cooler. So, yeah, same thing you said, man. Like, anyone that's said anything nice about this show, even hasn't said anything nice, just, like, watched it vaguely, cool, man. I appreciate it. It's been super cool. Joseph, I lied. We have one more cameo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jeremy and Joseph. It's your third favorite co-host here. I want to, first of all, congratulate you both on one year of the distraction. And I also want to say thanks for taking me in and calling me a friend, even though we're not really friends. At the same time, Elias never played the solos on the Universal Truth. And I will die on that hill. But I will congratulate you on a year. And to many more is the distraction. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I'm so angry. Joel Pearl, we have heat right now, and it's not even your fault. Jeremy Lamb, as the producer of this show, I am enraged. I have just opened up on this show, pulled my heart out, and you say, we got one more camera. Here I sit. Thinking, oh, who has he got to do his camera? Has he got the fiend Bray Wyatt to do one? Has he got Ric Flair to do a cameo for us? No, it's Joel Pearl. Oh, great. We went from Sean Rossap to Luther to Joel Pearl. Joel Pearl, I like you, Joel Pearl, okay? But this is not your fault. Jeremy Lowe, you should be ashamed of yourself. You've set him up to fail. I'm sure everyone watching this show for a split second there thought we were going to get something epic. And instead, it was Joel sitting there saying about Elias's that was bullshit we can't there's not one show we can do here that goes without a hitch is there everything has to eventually fall over somehow it's incredible you know what i'm done with this show you you two you can i'm out of here that was a disgrace i'm ashamed of what we've done i apologize to the whole audience i'm sorry (laughs) is the main event joseph main event pearl 
here's Bobby Eaton on a good day, okay? And Bobby Eaton shouldn't go on after Flair and after Dusty, okay? He's, tri- he's, he's Triple H and Orton going on after Hogan and Rock. I'm telling you, the audience will agree with me. They will know what I'm saying. I thought we were about to get a big, St. Big, <laughs> and there was Pearl in there staring me down. Oh, I love the job, Pearl. I'm, I'm just messing with There you go. <laughs> Everybody, we'll be back maybe next Tuesday. Uh, I don't know. We're reviewing Glow. We're going to talk stuff. Uh, more importantly, twitch.tv slash FIFO Gaming. In about 10, 10 minutes or so, we're going to do a post show. We're actually like going to talk wrestling and stuff. Wrestling, hard and trade, basketball, stuff like that. So very casual, laid back stuff. Come join us there. Uh, we'll banter with you in the chat. Again, twitch.tv slash FIFO Gaming. We'll be over there. Uh, again, guys, sincere thank you to everybody who has supported and just, you know, just supported and said anything about this show, watch the show, anything over the past year. Uh, it's not possible without all of you. Like, if nobody watches the show, Sean's probably like, uh, yeah, it's over with. Um, so thank you guys, sincerely. It, it means it means a lot to both of us. And uh, we'll talk to you on Twitch. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.